had a call literally on the show last night. Eileen in Liverpool wanted to blame coronavirus on science. Welcome to Media Minded, the podcast that helps you tell facts from fiction. Produced by Shout Out UK, the UK's leading political and media literacy education platform, in association with ACT, the Association for Citizenship Teaching. This podcast is made possible thanks to the kind support and sponsorship of the US Embassy in London and the Global Engagement Centre at the US State Department. I am your host, Matteo Bergamini, and I'm here today with Daryl Morris, who is a journalist and presenter at Talk Radio here in the UK. Daryl, thank you for uh, joining me. Tell me a bit about yourself. Thank you, Matteo. Um, uh, yeah, I'm Daryl. Uh, I am a, a presenter on, on Talk Radio. Uh, I host their late night uh, program, which uh, which puts me right at the crosshairs of some uh, of the the, the strangest uh, pieces of misinformation and um, and ideas that you could uh, you could ever imagine. Yeah. Um, but it also gives us um, a really special special time of the day to to kind of um, uh, to comprehend what's going on. Uh, it's really, you know, I think that the, the sort of late night um, radio scene really sharpens the senses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so I, uh, I host that program currently from um, Manchester. Um, I've decamped to our remote studio up here at the moment. Amazing. Amazing. So w- what do you think is the role of the media and, and responsible journalism during not just during this time, but just in general? What's the what can you think of as the role of the media? It's quite big and it's and it's wide reaching, um, but it can be boiled down probably to a couple of really key um roles yeah and it's critical at this point in time i mean let's 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 uh, make no mistake you know it is absolutely critical uh, at this moment in time but also for the last couple of years with various different um huge moments of history for us to kind of wade through and um and try and uh, make sense of together um the two things i think that are that, that are really important um holding people to account mm. for what they believe, mm. holding power to account, uh, questioning the government, making sure that the health secretary is doing the right thing, uh, making sure that we're getting all the, the information that we need and that it's that it's accurate, um, and and making sure that all of the key players are on the straight and narrow, giving them no place to hide. Okay, I see. Um, and accurately and responsibly sharing information. Yeah. You know, I think that's prob- I think that's probably something that hasn't quite been taken seriously enough in the last few years, to say the least. Um, and now we are seeing just how uh, how critical it can be that the media get the tone right and get the information right. Mm. Um, and on some fronts we're seeing it, on others we're perhaps not quite so much, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there, maybe. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And... and- Obviously, there's there's been growing distrust in in a variety of institutions. I mean, politics is a clear one, um, but also the media. There's been a lot of distrust in in media, especially what people brand as you know mainstream media, whatever that means. Um, how do you think this is affecting the work you do and just me- uh, journalists in general? It's it's hugely affecting the work that that we do because um, we can spend probably too much time fighting off conspiracies. There was, there was a, I had a call literally on the show last night from a, a woman called Eileen in Liverpool. And um, Eileen in Liverpool wanted to blame coronavirus on science. That was her, right. that was her thing. She just, that was, that was all that I could really get from her was that she wanted to blame coronavirus on science. And, and there's a, you know, there's a lot of really interesting 
um, conversations to be had about the, the, the reason that people lean into kind of strange theories, etc. Um, but it, it's almost, I, I, I sat back and I was quite honest with the audience and I said, I'm, I'm, you know, my job is to try to apply logic to things mm. and, I'm, and I'm not quite sure what to do in that situation. I'm not quite sure how to, you know, somebody, somebody who didn't reach their conclusion logically it's very, very difficult to pull them out of that, pull them away from that conclusion by applying logic. Yeah. You know, and so actually my, my job, particularly at this time of the day, um, has sort of become firefighting in many, in many respects. It's become firefighting against misinformation um, and it's become trying to promote uh, what we know to be true. Um, you know, which, which, which actually that's, and actually in, in, in reality, that's the very basics of my job. Um, you know, that's, that's actually, you know, the very core fundamental principles of my job anyway. Um, but but never has it consumed so much of my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine, and that must be it. Must be it. Must be a little bit a little bit depressing at times to uh, <laughs> to continuously be firefighting. I mean, what kind of misinformation are you are you coming across at the moment? All sorts of stuff. All sorts of very strange pieces of misinformation um, uh, that we're getting, and um, you know, I think I think there's 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 uh, the, the, what, what's quite interesting there is that is that we we spoke to this conspiracy theorist guy who who said that people are really looking for ways that they can um that they can sort of um, put into context what's going on that they are so overwhelmed some people by what's happening that they need to find some way of normalizing it and so uh you know every piece of misinformation that you can imagine particularly about china i think i think you know when i think that um people are mm. really keen to find an enemy here yeah and um it's been quite interesting to find it's quite interesting to sort of keep an eye on um, who they are choosing as their enemies. And China is obviously front and center being the origin of the virus. Um, it's also ripe because they're a super, they're a growing superpower, which kind of brings with it all sorts of mis mystery. Um, they also have transparency and censorship issues in China, you know, so, so, so there's a, there's a, there's a grain of truth in there as well. Uh, the world health organization, having planted the virus because, you know, they wanted to justify yeah, their yeah. annual budget, which just feels like utterly, you know, <laughs> which is just quite, quite astonishing really when you think about it. Um, and of course, and of course, I know you've, you've mentioned this quite a lot in various other, other people have mentioned this, but it's hard to get away from 5G, you know, being, being um, one that people just seem to root back around to and have yeah. really, really, really latched onto. And, and how do you think people can protect themselves or stop this spread of misinformation? So there are, there are two things that, um, that I always promote when it comes to figuring out whether or not the source that's that's delivering you this information is right. Um, and that is regulation and motivation. So, um, so think about who holds that particular person to account, who holds that media organization to account, right. or uh, that Twitter user to account. You know, if it's, if it's somebody on Twitter with an anonymous picture and a, a you know, a, a name that's, that's, um, that makes no sense. Yeah. That's got loads of numbers in it. And it's clearly somebody hiding behind uh, an anonymous account. Then obviously that becomes harder to trust. Mm. If it's an individual who's got a job uh, profile on there as well, and, you know, links to links to other sources, um, then that gives them more, more legitimacy. Um, motivation is really important as well. I think, yeah. you know, let's be honest about it. There are some elements of the media that are motivated by more than the truth. Um, be that money because they're a commercial operator, uh, be that political power because they are, um, you know, one of those uh, sections of the media that, that promotes a political cause, yeah. which is fine and, and they exist, but we need to make sure that we're putting it into the right context. Um, and there are sections of the media who are held to account by regulators. 
um, Ofcom, who I know you've done a bit of work talking about, haven't you, uh, Matteo? Mm-hmm. Uh, they are a regulator who will uh, who will call out people if they spread misinformation. So we've already had several um, uh, um, media outlets who've been either fined or um, have had the threat of their license being taken off them, etc., because they've pro- uh, because they've promoted misinformation. So somebody is regulating them, and they have something to lose. Um, and so I think that's really important that you decipher who those people are, who who regulates them, who's keeping an eye on what they say, um, and what are their motivations. Why would they be delivering you this piece of misinformation if it was misinformation? Amazing, amazing. Thank you very much, Daryl. And thank you for listening to Media Minded, the podcast that helps you tell facts from fiction, produced by Shout Out UK and recorded and edited by Sabina McKenzie-Brown. This podcast is made possible thanks to the kind support and sponsorship of the US Embassy here in London and the Global Engagement Centre at the US State Department.